You are now tuned in to J&J West Virginia Sports Today, discussing all of West Virginia high school sports here on this podcast. And now here are your hosts, Jeremy Thomas and Jordan Spurlock. All right, guys, we are here week number three with the West Virginia Sports News podcast. We have a very, very special guest. But before we bring him on, we wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors with CryoFix at 111 Hill Street down in Charleston. Any athlete that's wanting any kind of muscle recovery needs to go check out CryoFix at 111 Hill Street. And I'm going to let Jordan go ahead and talk a little bit about our other sponsor. Hey, guys, uh, SportsSmart. You've heard us talk about them the last two weeks. Uh, If you followed our page for any amount of time or any of our our media outlets, you know that they're one of our corporate sponsors. They provided all of our all of our apparel, uh, our WVSN T-shirts that you guys have purchased. Um, In addition to that, uh, they can make just about anything that you can think of, uh, whether it be current high schools high schools that are no longer open for the old alumnus. Um, You know, just anything you can think of almost i mean stadium chairs uh blankets in addition to the normal t-shirts and hoodies and whatnot so uh they're over there at 510 c street in south charleston uh look them up guys they'd they'd be happy to help you um moving uh, into our first section here like uh, as as we had posted earlier in the week uh, we have a very 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 special guest today uh, head coach of the of the current number one double a team in the state um, they've kind of taken the state by storm this year. Uh, so on the line here, we have uh, Coach Ronnie Olson of the Shady Spring High School Tigers. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, guys. How about you? We're doing great. Um, so just kind of let everybody know, you know, Shady Springs there in Raleigh County and um, kind of jumped off the page this year with wins over, you know, we're, lo- we're local here in Charleston with, with wins over, you know, basically the Charleston metro area in GW, South Charleston, and Capital. Um, Coach, uh, you know, what has been the catalyst uh, for your all's uh, quick start this season? I just think that our kids are hungry, and I think it started maybe, you know, two, three years ago where they want our program the way they want our program to be viewed in the state, and that's within the same breath of some of the things you just mentioned, you know, Capital, GW, South Charleston, uh, you know, Fairmont, uh, Bluefield, Woodrow Wilson. Those are the teams that, you know, we want to be mentioned in the same breath. And I just think, uh, you know, with, with the school not being rich in tradition as far as state championship runs and things like that, I, it's, it's something that's fueled our program since I've taken over and they, and, and they want to do something special uh, and they want to be the first to do it. And uh, they're doing a lot of firsts. And obviously the job's not done yet, but uh, it's, it's a good start for sure. Oh, absolutely. Now, Coach, my name is Jeremy. Uh, pleasure having you on today. Um, quick question for you. What – can you the success that you all have had this year you're the number one team in double a but when people talk double a teams they talk mostly about polka and chapmanville how as a number one ranking this week how have you all kind of flown under the radar yeah if you don't see number one fly under the radar much do you not but, at all not that's at fine all. with us you know uh we can let everybody talk about chapmanville we can let everybody talk about polka because obviously those are great tradition programs and obviously chapmanville back-to-back to the state titles and their state championship runs and what they've done accomplished uh, speaks for itself. But, you know, we're fine with that. We've watched teams. We've played with these teams. We've seen them. We know what we can do. And we don't, we're don't. we not going to sit and say we're the best team in the state. Or we know what we can do. We know when we step on the floor, we compete. 
and whoever we play know they're in they're in for four quarters of basketball uh, of, of, of tough hard fought grinded out basketball for four quarters and that's what we bring and that's why I, I feel and our kids feel that no matter who we play where we play when we play we're always able to be in a game because how hard we play and how how hard we make the game for the other opponent and just the drive and the uh, determination that our kids have I believe can put us in any game in any class in the state you know with that success um, in the same breath how how do you keep your guys hungry and, and on an even kilt you know how you keep them from reading their own their own press clippings so to speak you know that's that's a great question because you know uh, you know some you know some of our community fans and, and, and the people supporting us which is in great have, have, have asked me you know what, what you know how do you not overlook people which we've never been there you know in our program you know you know it's 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 been close but you know, when I took over four years ago, I said, we want to get there. And I think we've, we've, we've driven that in our kids' heads that, you know, we've accomplished nothing yet. We, you know, we were one or two points away from winning a sectional title. And, and when you get out of our section, you, you're probably going to be in Charleston. Who knows what you can do down there? And I think that's really put a chip on our kids' shoulders. And we don't hide from that. You know, we put that every day. Listen, we've accomplished nothing. You want to be number one, which is great. You want to be Woodrow Wilson for the first time in 96 years of school existence of all the times they've played. You want to beat the triple A's we played, but you know, we want to win. We want to win a state championship. And, uh, I just think when we play, you know, the teams that aren't as good as us, obviously they're, you know, that's just how it is in sports. And, you know, we try to keep that chip and we keep practice very, very, uh, organized and, and competitive. And there's no days off, even with kids having the flu here, we're still trying to go, you know, go at it and get after it. So I, I think the complacency kind of, has taken care of itself with them just being hungry uh, towards one goal from the state championship. You got you got uh, Tommy Williams on your on your team there, averaging just under twenty four points a game. Um, you know, and everybody knows Luke LaRose, uh, probably more so from football season. But um, what talk to us about the Chapman twins? <laughs> well, the, the freshman Chapman twins uh, are. They, they, they've really put us on a whole nother level. Obviously, Tommy, you know, and Luke are first team all state guards. Oh, college, definitely. You know, players. But when you bring in two freshmen, and I've said this, they don't play like freshmen. I know you can bring every coach on tomorrow, guys, and they can say, yeah, they don't play. These two are not freshmen, and they don't play like it. And I mean, you know, they, they are already, they're, they're going to be college level players. They are just, just assassins. They don't care when they're playing, they don't care where the shot is, they're not afraid of the moment. They don't care to mix it in. They're, you know, they don't shy away from contact. They don't care who they're playing in front of how many. We played, played at our house in front of 2,200 people last week, and, and that's when they shine the biggest. You know, and uh, they've changed us. They can handle the ball. They can shoot it. They defend. They rebound. They don't. They never complain. They don't get up. They don't get down. They're always even keel. And uh, you know, they've been great, and, and that's a building block, block for our program for the near future. But they've definitely helped us take it to the next level this year for sure. Now, Coach, with all this talent that you all do have on this team, how do you mesh all those skill players and everything that you all have? It's a lot of talent. And normally, like with Luke and the Chapman Twins, they're used to being that guy. But how do you mesh all this talent together? You know, it, I just think really them coming together and uh, and us, you know, obviously practice is, is, the, is the coach speech. But the one goal. And I think the one goal that in our area is, hey, Shady's been to state tournament once. Think about that. I think it's 92 years the school has been around. 
once, and that was a 500 team in, I want to say, 1990, I believe. Uh, and they want to do it. And, and not only do they want to get down there, they, they want to do something special. And they've seen our sectional games the last two years come down to overtime or a missed free throw or a turnover. Uh, they want to do that, and they want to, and, and, and they want to be etched in their pictures on the wall in the school forever, you know. And that's something that I think they they just want to win. So they don't mind to pass up the, the, the open shot for a better shot in the corner, or they don't mind to drive and, and and have everybody collapse to kick it out to the other guy for them to get eight points and the other guy to get sixteen. I think that's what makes this team special because, and they really don't care who scores. You know, they, because they know they're they're so good and they play so well together that eventually it's going to come back around. They're going to get they're going to get open shots just like everybody else. But the big thing is the way we would defend, and that's all I ask of them. And I just think they put their selfishness behind them, and they they have one goal. And I think you know hopefully can and keep it going, and 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 we can have a chance to compete on Saturday in March. Well, I think when it comes tournament time, you guys are going to be well versed and and ready for the competition. I mean, you guys are seven and zero against AP top ten in the state. Um, you've played in, in, in difficult situations against difficult uh, away crowds. You played at Capitol and handed them, handed them a, a, you know, a drubbing. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I just – I've had it's, – it's been nice watching you. I've, we've seen some of your all's clips and highlights, and I, I, really, I really think you guys have done a good job this season. Um, what was it like – the Bluefield game was close the other night. What was it like getting the win there? Kind of a monkey off your back. Kind of just a. Obviously, the, the the main thing is we haven't beat them in the sectional yet, you know. Uh, but it was kind of like okay, you can you can take a little bit of exhale, not all of, uh, not the whole breath, but you can kind of breathe a little bit because they've been a thorn in our side, right? You know? And and they're a great tradition program. They do a great job, those coaches, and that team's played together since they were probably in, you know, fourth grade. All those kids on that Bluefield team, and they're all seniors, and obviously they're. They're, they're great. And to beat them, you know, you, you know, I, I feel like, you know, the next two games with them is going to come down to the last possession. Hopefully not. We just have a great game in sectionals. But I think Bluefield, you know, we're two of the top three teams in the state. I know some of the other teams will probably argue that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, just like Polka and Logan, they could say, you know, they're two of the top three teams playing in one section. But I, I believe, just like they do, that Bluefield and Shady are the top two or three teams in the, pro, in, in the state playing in one section. And either one of us are, are capable of going on the road as well, winning a regional, but it's going to come down to that one game versus Bluefield. But, it, you know, that, that was it, it felt good, and it will feel better. Uh, I'll do an hour-long podcast, guys. I'll sit on the roof <laughs> if we get it done in, uh, in, in March versus Bluefield because uh, it's going to be a battle. That's right. a great team, and we've had some great, play, great, great games within the last couple of years. Now, Coach, we'll ask you one more question and let you enjoy your Saturday. But when you look at this new classification here in West Virginia with the four classes, what is your take on the new classification? Uh, me personally, as a coach of Shady Spring High School, I, I mean, I like I like where we sit at. Um, uh, you know, um, and I think a lot. You know, some teams have been complained. It's, it's never going to be a perfect system. It's you know uh, I think the formula they had is, is is kind of the best of both worlds. If obviously you can't make everybody happy, and you know the, the old adage: if you're making everybody happy, you're doing something wrong. But uh, I like where we sit at. I, I mean, our section is you know West Side moved up with us. It's us West Side, Independence, and uh, Pikeview. Um, I like our chances to not only win a sectional every year, but I also looking at our region. I feel like I like our region 
more than I did did before, you know. Uh, so um, moving forward, I've already tried to schedule some just already, you know, phones have been ringing off the hook as soon as that came off. We're already trying to make our schedule for next year and trying to get some of those regional opponents. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I like the new classification, me personally, especially for our chance to make a chance at a state championship run or a couple. Well, you know, they it's their first time trying something different for, you know, for a great number of years. And I think they probably did the best they could, you know, with, with the knowledge and know-how that they had available to them. I mean, you know, it's people are going to – everybody, like you said, you can't please everybody, and some people are going to have an issue with anything they do. So uh, I think it looks it looks nice. It's got its kinks, but uh, overall I think it's going to be a good system. Uh, but, Coach, we're going to go I ahead agree. and let you go. Um, yeah, I think, honestly, you guys have one of the most complete teams as in the state. Um, in, you know, you've got the individual stars, like you said, but you've got unselfish kids, too. So, um, Coach, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Um, Jeremy, would you like to? Yeah, Coach, just like Jordan said, we definitely appreciate you taking the time out of your day. And you are welcome here anytime. Uh, yeah, def- if, 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 I appreciate it. Anytime you need me back, and if uh, I'll be, I'll be more than happy. And I, like I said, don't hold me to sitting on the roof there with the antenna. But I definitely, <laughs> if we come back in March, I'll definitely come back on. We'll have a good one. I will uh, reach out to you, Coach, and uh, definitely want to wish you and the and the rest of your Tigers good luck this season. Thanks for having me, fellas. Thank you, Thank Coach. You. All right, guys, that was Shady Spring High School coach, Coach Olson. And we definitely want to thank him for coming on. But now, guys, we're going to dive into a little bit of the rankings currently in the state of West Virginia and also our two players of the week. Um, I'll go ahead and talk about the the female athlete of the week was Skylar Davidson from Wyoming East, who has... Which is no surprise. Not at all. Held it. She's held it down since she got back from that ankle injury. Um, she had 17 points, 11 assists against Oak Hill the other night, and then... I believe it was Thursday. Seven, seven points and, and seven assists against Westside. The, the in-county rivalry is strong there with oh, that one. Whew. And, guys, if you didn't know, we did interview Skylar earlier in the season, and she did tell us a little bit about the rivalry. So go check that out. It's on the YouTube channel. It's pretty funny. Which is West Virginia Sports News 1 on YouTube. Guys, check us out on every social media. We have Facebook, which is West Virginia Sports News. Also, our Twitter handle, we're not very creative here, but we like to keep it basic. We have at WV Sports News 1 on Twitter, and the Instagram page is West Virginia Sports News. Guys, anytime you want to check out any interviews, any edits that we've done, we're all over social media. Guys, also, give us, let us know who you want to be the player of the week next week. If you have a recommendation, let us know. Definitely reach out to us, guys. You know, give it, if you even if you want to send us highlights, if you want to send us stats, names, anything like that, guys, just don't hesitate. Guys, here in I think it's two weeks, we'll be down at West Virginia State for the Little General Shootout. We'll be covering I think it's around fifteen games because we'll be able to get there around three. Um, and then be there for the evening session. So we'll be there for those games on the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth of February. So if you're in the area, come check us out. And I'll, let, I'll let Jordan talk just a little bit. Obviously, he's a household name who we're about to talk to, talk about. So I'll let Jordan break his numbers now. So, yeah, for the, boy, for the boys player of the week, we got uh, Polka, the guard, Isaac McNeely. Uh, just you guys know, everybody knows about him that knows anything about basketball in West Virginia this year. 
Uh, he played back. They played ver- at home against Buffalo this week. He d- dropped a, a 39 points on him. I mean, just, you know, relentless. He can score from any point on the court uh, behind the three from the free throw line, driving the lane underneath. You know, he can do it all. Um, and against Sissonville, he had n- another 19 point game, um, you know, which to most players would be outstanding. Um, but it seems like him, that's an off night for him. For him, that's pretty average. Um, still, though, that's, that's who we decided to go with for our player of the week, and I really don't think, you know, it's hard to dispute. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. I mean, he had 39 against Buffalo and then 19 last night against Sissonville at Sissonville, which is always a tough place to play for any poker player. Yeah. Football, basketball, always a, a good thing. Guys, but also, when you check out the videos on the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. Definitely. Uh, we're up to, I believe, we're – just over 200 subscribers there on YouTube. And guys, we have updated the website. Breaking. <laughs> we have updated the website. Uh, the website is WVSN.org. We have all of the clients. I don't want to say clients, but all the clients up to date, all the all the recruits we have up to date. Uh, also, guys, there's that donate button. Oh, yeah. So don't don't be too shy when you're, you know, wanting to donate to your favorite media company in West Virginia. We don't do this for money, guys. We love what we do and we love to be able to bring you guys coverage. But at the same time, we can't continue to bring quality coverage without some kind of funding. Um you know, whether it be for travel expenses, uh, you know, camera equipment, uh, equipment to do this podcast. And that's where our corporate sponsors come in. Big shout out to Cryofix for their monthly, monthly payment arrangement. Their monthly support. <laughs> but we want to thank Cryofix once again, guys. And any athlete, I'm telling you, when you come down here to Charleston, to the Civic Center or the Charleston Coliseum, always 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 go check out cryofix whether it's after a game before a game definitely hook you up so let's get into our second segment here uh we're going to talk about you know some of the polls for basketball in the state single a double a triple a we'll uh, start with triple a boys start at the top work our way down okay um obviously Kevin midland the number one team currently in the state at eight and oh I mean, you know, they got a they got strong they got a strong floor general there in Chandler Schmidt, um, and I, I guarantee they all play well together and share the ball. But here's the thing, too: if you I didn't know if you've seen the highlights, Jordan, with this one, they just beat Huntington the other night on a last second shot yeah. by not Chandler Schmidt, his younger brother Dominic. Oh my goodness! So, you know, I saw. I'm going to be honest with you. I saw that name come up on a Twitter. I saw that final come up on a Twitter post and i thought somebody just put the name wrong (laughs) but here's the the top after cabell midland is very shifty i mean you have morgantown at two you then you have university and then after that you have wheeling park and then you have martinsburg martinsburg just beat the number six team in the state with hedgesville right and morgantown beat university university I believe Morgantown lost to Martinsburg, I believe. They did. Here by recently. About 10 or 12. And at the top, guys, I'm telling you, this year is the year that you want to come to Charleston. It's fluid. Uh, <laughs> even not not just AAA because then you have AA also. Oh, double, um, the, the, I'm telling you right now, I, and I'll, I'll go on and go ahead and go on record and say double, double A is going to be the showcase. Double A is going to be where it's at for the playoffs. Okay. For competitive games. Well, and here's the bad part, too, because you, like Coach was just talking about, we have – Logan, Polka, 
and Chapmanville coming out of that regional. Right. So one of those teams isn't making it to Charleston. And that, yeah, it's sad, but that's – And mean, last year, Polka beat Logan. Polka went to the state tournament, lost in the first round to Bluefield. But obviously everybody knows about Chapmanville. But I'm telling you, that regional right there is going to be something special. It is. It's going to be tough. Um, obviously, then you have your, your normal teams that are in there. You have GW at seven, Parkersburg South at eight, Woodrow at nine, and South Charleston who's on a little bit of a slide right now. Uh, took a beating the other night by Capital. I mean, that's a fairly young team. Uh, they got a brand new coach, uh, but I think we've discussed before in some capacity. I think Coach Daniel has them headed in the right direction, but there's going to be growing pains. No, oh, there's definitely going to be growing pains, and I do think South Charleston had the right man for the job. But I mean, you got to be competitive, and they went to Capital and took a beating. So, and then I believe they lost last night or night before. They lost again. They did, but just like you said, AAA is wild because. South Charleston goes down to Spring Valley and beats Spring Valley, but gets blown. And then South Charleston turns around and gets blown out by Capital, but Spring Valley kind of turns around and beats Capital. So yeah, it's, a, it's a crazy year. I'm definitely excited for the state tournament this year. We'll talk Double A. Obviously, we just talked to the head coach from Shady Spring, who is the number one team in Double A. Right. Um, your top is loaded. Um, I mean, you have Shady at one, Chapmanville at two, Logan at three, I believe, and then Polka at four. Yeah, and you know, once again, it's just it's just unreal the amount of talent that is in that is among those top four teams in AA. I mean, when you look at when you look at different teams and you talk, obviously Polka with McNeely, um, you have Logan, obviously has David Early, and then Obina for Chapmanville. But when you talk Shady, you talk four or five players. It's not yeah. just one standout player. Yeah, I mean, you got you got, and it could come from any of them. Exactly. You've got Tommy Williams, obviously averaging like we just heard under just under twenty four points a game. But let me preface that I didn't get to bring this up in the interview. He's not just scoring that against the teams that aren't traditionally as good. He is averaging twenty two points a game against the AP top seven. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I definitely understand. Now, when we talk, when we talk single A basketball, there's a couple teams that stand out. Um, you have Williamstown, who's undefeated. You have Wheeling Central, who's number two, and then Charleston Catholic at three, and then Parkersburg Catholic at four, and Greater Beckley at five. So tell me what you see in those top five teams that kind of stands out to you. Well, definitely an issue that we brought up and <laughs> that's attempting to be addressed, thankfully, by the SSAC. Um, it, it's all it's all private schools. Yeah, Williamstown at one, and then four private schools. Four private that. schools. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry Williamstown. <laughs> um, but before we dive into the girls' rankings, we want to give a shout-out to Williamstown's girls coach. Yeah. Who will be coaching Who will be coaching at the McDonald's All-American game in Houston, Texas. This is a great accomplishment. So definitely, definitely awesome and definitely good to see. Good publicity for the state as well. It definitely and is. And the Williamstown community. Now, you, you dive into the girls' – top top 10 teams and what you see is kind of similar to the boys <laughs> it's um, really kind of it's really kind of i mean it's i mean it's really kind of weird oh but other than wheeling park being one for the girls and then midland being number one for the guys i mean you look at you got wheeling park and then you have Cabo midland Greenbury, east parkersburg south charleston gw and then university round out the top seven but when you look at it, you have Martinsburg, who's in there for the boys, 
And then University, GW, South Charleston, Midland, and Wheeling Park all have boys and girls teams in the top ten. <laughs> so great um, job, you know, great basketball programs, boys and girls there at those at those uh, at those institutions of education. <laughs> institutions of education. Okay, that's a new one. Um, but we talk about Wheeling Park being number one and GW being six. We went to that game prior to to this, and you guys, along with our beautiful president, Mindy Spurlock. You're not biased or anything, are you? No. Okay. Not at all. Um, which, But when you look at Wheeling Park, we watched them play today. They had a very good game against GW, who for the most part was in control of that game. And then you hit the fourth quarter, and it just got ugly. Um, Calissa Lacey it was a very, very good game, 31 points. I believe the, her final total was 15 steals and then five assists. Almost had that triple-double today. I mean, there's so many. You know, when we do our players of the week – um, you know, we, we try to just give spotlights to players in the state, you know, all around. We, we try not to be favorites, but, you know, guys, the way Calissa Lacey plays, I mean, she's deserving every week. And, and you can talk about her being a AAA athlete, but you can look all over the state and you didn't, no matter what class, I'd put her up against anybody in the state. Oh, she's, she's definitely a baller. I mean, we've, we've interviewed, you know, Hannah Blankenship and Skylar Davidson, both from Wyoming East. We've talked to Marley Washington from Fairmont. And I, I'd take Kalissa up against anybody in the state. But in the same breath, I think girls' basketball in the state is strong. Yes. Definitely. Ex- extremely strong. And that's the thing, too, because when I was in high school, we had – I went went to South Charleston. We had Alexis Hornbuckle, Renee Montgomery, oh, yeah. obviously the big names. But after those two, there wasn't much in the state talent-wise. I mean, you had uh, Megan, Megan Withrow from Nitro, Nitro, who was a very good player. And then Brittany Holstein from G-Dub. Yep. Um, very good players. But when you compare their numbers and look at Renee and Alexis' numbers, like those two combined, Alexis went to Tennessee and was in the WNBA for a while. Renee went to UConn. At the time, two powerhouse I mean, girls basketball schools. They won like – they didn't lose a game in like four years. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. When you look and at Renee's, talent, Renee's won a WNBA championship. Yep. And that's the thing. Like girls basketball in the state – is different now than it is when we were in school due to the fact that you had three, four players back then that you would focus on and that would be it. Right. Now there's talent all over the state. All over the place. Uh, You have Marley up in Fairmont. Then you have, and then we're forgetting a name too. That's pretty local other than Calissa. You have Myra Cuffey from South Charleston. Right. Who is a very good basketball player. Definitely. And it's just great to see the balanced playing field here in the state of West Virginia. I mean, Talk single A but girls basketball a little bit. I mean, once again, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same spiel. I mean, you've got St. Joe's and then everybody else. But the thing we talked about, St. Joe's girls basketball has won nine out of last ten or eight out of last ten, something like that. Just insane. And they're undefeated again this year. And then you look at the number two team in girls single A, and guess what? It's another private school. Um, but with the new classification and the sectionals and things like that, I, if I remember correctly that St. Joe's is going triple A. They are. I believe I, I believe I saw that. Single A to triple A. Yeah. Which should be really interesting. I'm still I you still think they're going to compete. I mean when you're that good, you're that good. So definitely guys, we are excited for what's going on here at West Virginia Sports News. A lot of big things happening. We have that tournament next in a couple weeks at state and then we'll be at the state tournament. 
guys, if you're interested in any kind of recruiting, please let us know. Um, we can get you on. We can get you on any time. Yeah, definitely continue to reach out to us, guys. We love hearing from our followers and our listeners. And uh, if you guys have questions that you want answered on the podcast or you'd like uh, subjects you'd like for us to talk about, please don't hesitate to let us know. We will definitely work it in. Um, oh, without a doubt. Because yeah, this time of year is a little busier than normal. But the great thing about it is the great thing about this time of year is there's a lot of coverage going on around the state. There I mean, is. We're covering three basketball games a week normally, um, boys, girls. So if you want us to come to your school, let us know. Definitely, guys. We're excited. Also, guys, next starting next week, we're going to start selling raffle tickets for our WVU basketball basket. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of stuff in it, guys. We'll, we'll make tons a, of stuff. We'll make a post here recently, but if I remember correctly, we have we have the Javon Daxter and Coach Huggins autograph picture. We have a little different than what we posted originally. Um, we got donated a picture of Huggins while he's a player at West Virginia, which is autographed also with the old golden blue on. And then we have the shoes that were autographed. And then we have the shoes autographed by KJ, which KJ, guys, that, that were worn in the in the tournament. Guys, also just to let you know, give you a heads up if if you don't believe us that they're signed, once again go check out the YouTube channel. The video of Kevin signing those shoes are on the channel. Hit that subscribe button while you're there. Video proof, video evidence. Also, guys, we'll have two tickets to the Baylor game March seventh, and a custom. West Virginia Sports News shirt will be included in the basket. That only you will have. Only one person in the state and country will have. <laughs> Definitely going to be something that's very, very unique and cool. Guys, tickets will be $10 a ticket, and we're still working on $10 for one or three for 20 something along those lines. Um, but if you're wanting to know, we'll have we'll have the links for PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App posted in the in the post next week, along with everything that we're going to be giving away. And our loving president will be the one that's putting the basket together because she's great at that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. So. Want to meet with me? I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, we do have. If you want to meet us in person, you can either pay cash or we do have the square um, for that. So it definitely just sounded like. If you want to meet our staff in person, you have to pay for it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you're the only one that thought that, but that's okay. Guys, we don't have the topics for next week yet. We will post those later on in the week, but we appreciate, once again, everybody for tuning in. We had more listeners this past week than we had week one, so hopefully the trend keeps continuing to climb upward. If yeah. you have tickets with us, if you see us at an event, we'll have the square with us. Yeah, guys, we'll, and just like Mindy just stated, if you didn't hear... Uh, when we cover basketball games, we'll have the tickets and everything with us. So if you see your West Virginia Sports News staff out and about and you want a ticket for the raffle, let us know. And we'll be glad to assist you. We'll have the square. And we'll have the square. So if you don't have cash on you, it's not a big deal. We can take that card. All, all right. Ma all major banks accepted. Definitely. <laughs>
Guys, we appreciate you once again. Excited for the weeks to come. Big shout-outs one more time to CryoFix on 111 Hill Street. And Sports Smart at 510 C Street in South Charleston. Guys, thanks once again. Thanks. Thanks.